The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Oh, it's not Monday, but it sure feels like it. <laughs> what a day, folks. Mama said there'd be days like this. She certainly did. She certainly did. She did not say when they would come, though. Oh, man. That's okay. Oh, man. It is. It's Tuesday, so, but it feels like Monday all day today. Good morning and welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I am Chris Yao, joined by Mo Patton. Um, I just got here like literally four minutes ago. Um, Maybe five. It's been a, it's been a morning. Uh, you had some trouble getting in, too. <laughs> Thank you, T. Dot, or whoever is in charge of interstate quote improvements. <laughs> quote improvements, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's lovely when you're coming down sixty five south from Franklin. You get to you get ready to get off at Bear Creek exit forty six, and you see signs about two miles further up saying. Exit's closed. Use next exit, knowing that the next exit is exit 37. You know, you could have told me this before I got to Saturn Parkway. <laughs> well, the, and there's road work on Saturn Parkway. The, yeah, but it's not closed, though. It's not closed, but it, <laughs> it's not it's not as fast. So, I mean, like, that was kind of my thing this morning. I, I, typically, I don't come that way anyway, but for some reason, my... Uh, my GPS didn't give me the option for 840 this morning. So I thought there must be some issue on 840 mm-hmm. or at least 40 West that I don't know about. So I should probably just listen to wait. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what I didn't miss or what I did miss, but. You know what you hit, huh? And it wasn't great. 
uh, especially when I woke up at 7.50 this morning, give am or I, take. Am I going to need to start calling you, bro? So I have a uh, an actual, um, you know, a built-in alarm clock named Charlie. But she actually slept last night. There you go. And I wasn't ready for that. Mm. And, and the, the big problem, really, in the like I said, the, the real issue was that, um, you know, I don't like to – I try not to set my alarm too early. I try not to set it too loud. But I usually just tell Alexa to do it. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just didn't before I went to sleep last night. And we, we were up till like one o'clock packing. So mm-hmm. see, that's what you get. That's what the problem was. So uh, Sarah was like, I would have been done with this an hour ago. If you'd gotten, if you would have come up here earlier and I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry that I had to work and, you know, do stuff for the website. <laughs> so you're welcome folks. I, I, not only was I late, but, uh, I was up to one o'clock because I had to make sure that you guys knew what happened last night in high school sports. And we appreciate it. So here we are this morning. We're on Facebook. We got in on time, kind of. Uh, it was, it's not bad. Welcome in to our friends at WZYX down in Franklin County. We appreciate your support and listenership. Going to be a uh, it's gonna be a good day. <laughs> uh, it, it can't get any worse, so it's only gonna get better from here. So let's just make the best of it and go from there. How you what do you say? It'll work. So we got a pretty pretty awesome show um, later in this show. We'll talk about a game that you went to some some other games around the the area Columbia American little league that started up last night. Um, probably talk a little bit about the Braves. Very little. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so there's that. Did we, did we come up with, uh, the, the the press conference today is it ten o'clock is it going to happen? If it doesn't happen, then Steve Lehman on News Channel Five last night lied. <laughs> no, no, um, it's supposed to be at ten o'clock this morning. Okay, so we are we are we, supposed to get an announcement of the worst kept secret in Nashville at ten o'clock this morning. All right, so essentially we're gonna we're gonna do our best to bring you, um. The Tennessee State press conference at ten o'clock. Uh, we have a an interview with uh, George Plaster that we taped yesterday, and normally we wouldn't tell you we taped it yesterday. <laughs> but if we didn't tell you, you'd figure it out anyway. Yeah, oh. um, <laughs> and that's okay. That's 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 such as life. Um, it's it, let's just say that it's enlightening. It's got to be an interesting, and and I use that term a lot just because I don't know how else to um, characterize some situations, and that's truly the situation here. It's going to be interesting to see how Eddie George, as football coach at Tennessee State University, goes. 
it, it certainly will be that. Um, yeah. and, and there are some, I guess, some points made on both sides, both by you and George and me and everybody who, that, you know, you can kind of see a couple of different things, you know, you see, you see the, the allure from one side, but you also see the, I guess the, uh, uncertainty on the other, you see what somebody's trying to accomplish. You're not, not nec- you're not necessarily, you, you, you don't know a, if they're going to be able to accomplish it or B why they're trying. But I mean, you know, it's, it's, I guess anytime you hire a coach, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crap shoot under any circumstance. So, I mean, unless it's Nick Saban, I mean, really, that's, <laughs> he's not walking through that door. I don't think. Right. But I, I mean, any Tennessee or Vanderbilt or Auburn. Yeah. There's no sure things out there. So, I mean, there are, there are very few sure things. So there are a couple, I, so but there's I, very few. So I guess swing big. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you feel like big is swing big, swing hard in case you hit it. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> Don't half swing. I've seen some of those last night. <laughs> Don't get fooled. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll pick up that uh, press conference in the second hour. We'll talk to uh, talk to George Plaster. Um. It's top five Tuesday, so I appreciate you coming up with the the top five topic today. Just for you. As today is my last day this week on the show, as I'm heading to North Myrtle Beach, <laughs> apparently. And any apparently, nice. <laughs> uh, and anybody that's been to Myrtle Beach knows that North Myrtle Beach is only a name thing. I mean, there's not a whole lot of difference. It's like Orange Beach and Gulf Shores. They're basically the same thing. You don't know where one starts and one stops. You really don't. You know? <laughs> and the only reason you know when you get to Florida is because there's a sign that says, Welcome, Welcome to Florida. Florida. <laughs> yeah. Right after you pass, um, what is it? Florala? The Florala Bar right there on the left. Oh, the, the, the Florabama. Florabama, there it is. Yeah. Florala is a city, and I was like, what? Yeah, that's Florabama. <laughs> Florala is where you don't speed. Do not speed through Florala. You will get a ticket. Um, I don't plan on being there. <laughs> well, you depending on what way you go, you go through there to get to the beach. Uh, and most people don't go that way. But no. if you go the back way to no. Panama City, then yes, you will go through Florala and you will get a ticket. Do not do that. Um, <laughs> oh, man. We're looking out for you. That's what we do here. That's yeah. what we do here. So... <laughs> Looks like we got, got got all the scores in, so that's, that's positive. Miraculously enough, I, I, y'all, the fact that this show is even happening right now is a little surprise for some of us. Just at least two of us, <laughs> maybe more. Oh man! Um, so yeah, that's that's the show we have for you today. We're gonna do top five top five vacation spots, mm-hmm. and so. In the next segment, we're going to speak with um, Summertown baseball coach Jason Burleson. Big win last night for them. Big win which we'll last talk about. night. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that with him and um, 
some extracurriculars. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. That's always fun. Well, I, from what I gathered, it's tough to have Summertown Loretto without extracurriculars. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So. It's it's funny because, like, it's not like this. When we talked about the Summertown Mount Pleasant football game, like, those kids kind of see each other a lot. Mm-hmm. The only time these two these two teams see each other is on, on the, the ball fi- field. Yeah, because, I mean, we, we drove down to Loretto for some odd reason last week because we didn't accomplish everything that we meant to accomplish. You're welcome. But it's it's it, not real close, really, from Summertown no, to Loretto. No, uh, it, it is not. So, I mean, like you said, I'm not sure it's, how often they mingle – Away from, unless they happen to see each other in Lawrenceburg, or or, something. or if they play, you know, some summer ball or something like that, maybe, yeah. So but it's mainly on the field, on the field against each other, and they don't like it. So. Well, they both want to win. Yes, they do, and I don't blame them. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, always should try to win. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's uh, let's take some time. Before we get out of here on our first break and give you today's rundown. What do you say? This is the rundown. This is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor. IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. In baseball action on Monday, Eagleville defeated Cascade 11-1. It was Fayetteville 4, the Huntsville Falcons 2. Franklin County dropped a 6-4 decision to White County. Mount Pleasant 11, Hampshire 2, and Summit 7, Centennial 5. It was Fairview, a 10-0 winner over East Hickman. Lewis County got a 9-6 win over Hickman County. It was Brentwood 6, Page 1. Spring Hill, a 5-2 winner over Dixon County. Giles County gets a 5-4 win over Community and Murfreesboro Central 7, Marshall County 0. Nolans will defeat at 4-7-1. It was Perry County 12, Frank Hughes 1. Summertown with that 9-2 victory over Loretto. Richland blanks Cullioca 12-0. Grace Christian shuts out Zion Christian 14-0. Middle Tennessee Christian defeats visiting Columbia Academy 5-1 and Battleground Academy with a 7-4 victory over Christ Presbyterian Academy. In softball action, it was Mars Hill, Alabama, 15, Loretto, 2, Coffee County, a 7-0 winner over Warren County, Huntland fell to Eagleville, 1-0, Franklin County was a 9-1 winner over Tullahoma, and Lawrence County, a 24-6 winner over Columbia Central. Lewis County defeated Mount Pleasant, 6-3, Summit edged Ravenwood, 4-2, Summertown defeated Hardin County, 6-1, it was Columbia Academy, 1, Ardmore, Alabama, nothing, and Zion Christian, 12, Kalioka, nothing. Uh, today's schedule, first pitch at 5 o'clock on the next few ball games. It's Lawrence County at Coffee County. Columbia Central hosting Shelbyville. Kalioka hosting Richland. And Zion Christian goes to Grace Christian. And at 6 p.m., it's Hampshire at Mount Pleasant. At 6.30, Centennial visits Summit. Middle Tennessee Christian visits Columbia Academy. 7 o'clock starts. Spring Hill goes to Dixon County. And Loretta hosts Summertown. 
Uh, in softball action at 4.30, it's Zion Christian at Grace Christian. Uh, at 5 o'clock, Columbia Academy will host Battleground Academy. Also at 5 is Cullioka uh, hosting Mount Pleasant. Independence hosting Page and Santa Fe traveling to Richland. At 5.30, Dixon County travels to Summit. Spring Hill goes to Franklin. Loretto visits Collinwood in a 6 o'clock start, and also at 6 o'clock, Wayne County plays at Summertown. In boys soccer, on the pitch, first touch at Columbia Academy. They host Grace Christian at 5 p.m. Battleground Academy will host Zion Christian also at 5. Uh, at 6 p.m., Kalioka hosting Lawrence County and Page at Spring Hill. At 7 o'clock tonight, Centennial travels to Summit. Columbia Central tries to stay perfect as they visit Franklin County, and Father Ryan will be at Independence. All right, and that is your Tuesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. So we have video on Facebook, but no audio, and that's just unfortunate. Uh, but hey, guys, you can see us. Can't hear us, but we'll we'll rectify that situation here in a moment. When we come back, we're going to talk to Summertown baseball coach Jason Burleson on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. So stick around. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Welcome to those of you watching on Facebook. If you if you stuck around with no audio in that first segment, we appreciate it. Uh, or if you decided to listen on um, the, the internet or on your radio, and now you know we are back on Facebook. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, apparently, I, I missed a single button. Such is life. You know. Slacker. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I'm showing off this. You morning. are showing off. Yeah. <sighs> I should get here at nine o'clock more often. Let's not. <laughs> right. Oh man. Uh really excited about this segment because we get a chance to talk to um coach, we don't we don't really get to talk to a lot. Um so it's it's time 
to reach into the the Summertown bag of tricks. And that's a there there are a lot of a lot of things in that bag. It's kind of like Santa's bag. It just never really empties <laughs> because they have a ton of great stuff down there. Well, they had a bag last night that they reached into. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> we won't say what came out of it, but uh, <laughs> we've got on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline this morning, Jason Burleson, the baseball coach at Summertown. That's 12-2, um, 7-0 in District uh, District 12A play, Summertown. Coach Burleson, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to be on here. Well, we're glad to have you on here, Jason. Um Big win last night, um, 9-2 victory over county rival Loretto in the first game of a two-game series that will resume tonight at 7 on the southern end of Lawrence County. Um, any win is big this time of year, I'm sure, but the way you guys are rolling, I, I think you have to feel pretty good about the way you came out and performed last night. Yeah, we we – We've played pretty well this year. We've, um, you know, twelve and two, like you said, and and um, we've won a couple in a row. We'd won ten. We lost one of our first games early on against Eagleville. Had a four-one lead in that game to about the sixth inning, and kind of things unraveled a little bit at the end. We've changing pitchers around and things, and then we've won ten in a row. And then we caught Little Tennessee Christian here last week, and and they've got a really good ball club. And kind of the same deal. We just kind of unraveled there a little bit towards the end, but we've we jumped back and won two or three in a row here again. And and like you said, beating Loretta any time is good. It's been a been a while since we've been able to do that because they've been so loaded the last several years with the players they've had. So last night was a fun win for us, and, and hopefully we can continue that tonight. Well, looks like if anybody's loaded right now, it's you guys. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but we do have some guys that that can swing bat a little bit and. Uh, We've, um, you know, got some pitchers that are that are healthy. Uh, you know, Grant threw a good ball game for us last night. He's, like I said, he's had Tommy John back in, in um, uh, his sophomore year uh, from a basketball injury that he that he kind of had in middle school, and it kind of lingered on for about a year and a half there. And eventually, he had the surgery and kind of shut him down his sophomore year as far as pitching goes. But and then with the coronavirus. Coming last year, he was able just to get the one game in and pitch, and he pitched well for us. So he's kind of back this year. And, um, you know, he's a Columbia State commit, and, and last night I think he was touching 90 a few times uh, during the ball game. So uh, things are looking up for him, and hopefully hopefully he can continue that. And we've got some other guys behind him that, that throw it pretty well too. So uh, maybe we can continue that tonight. Tommy John from a basketball injury, is that just shooting it too much or what? <laughs> I wish that was the case, but no, he, he uh, tried to block a shot in his eighth oh. grade year, kind of went past the the goal there and, and tried to stop himself against the wall. Um, and when he did, it, it knocked his owner nerve out of place. And then that led to just always some tingling in his fingers. And eventually we got with Dr. Elrod, and, and he was able to say that his ligament was stretched. It never was torn, but he just went ahead and did a full – Tommy John and, and fixed it all in there. So he's finally back. And, and like I say, he's always been able to throw it pretty hard. He was, you know, 85, 86 as a, you know, 14 or 15 year old. And, and now he's just kind of getting back. And, and, and just every game, it's, you know, he keeps it, uh, getting a little bit better because 
Uh, I think that made about 20 innings he's through for us this year, and, and he's through it pretty well, so we'll see. Defense is overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Exactly. Um, you know, coach, when you get seventeen strikeouts on the mound, um, you know, Grant with fourteen through six, and and Gavin strikes out the side when he comes in to finish it up. You get eleven uh-huh. hits offensively. You're going to win a lot of ball games. Right, right, and 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 we've done that quite often. We've had several games this year. We've had you know double digit hits. Um. You know, so we've got guys through the lineup that can hit it pretty good. Uh, and, and then nights when someone kind of falls off, it seems like somebody, like last night, I think we had several guys in the bottom of our lineup each get a hit apiece and drive in some runs. So um, that's big. So so we hit it pretty good one through nine. And, and, you know, again, the pitching is, you know, Gavin Gavin leads us in innings pitch. He's 5-0. and oh. He just pitched Friday versus Lewis County. Um, you know, through seventy five pitches on on Friday and come back last night, and he's he's the one guy we really feel can, for some reason, he's able to throw every three four days. He can give you some innings, and and uh, he's always uh, been like that since we've had him. And and uh, you know, last night he, you know, the just the one inning he pitched, he had his changeup working too, and he throws a really good changeup along with about a, you know, he's probably eighty four, eighty five on a good night, but he throws a, a nice breaking ball with it too. So he mixes his pitches up really well. So he, he brings another level of, of pitching with us that, you know, the other guys uh, don't have right now. So, you know, you talk about this offense, um, Jason, and we're speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Summertown baseball coach Jason Burleson. Um, you got hits from seven of nine different guys in your batting order, and the two that did not have hits, um, Skyler – Trousdale reached base three times, twice on a hit-by-pitch, once on a walk. Um, Lane Burleson also got hit by a pitch. Did not realize there were three last night. I knew that there was one. That, yeah. <laughs> we'll get yeah, to that, that one in a that second. That was memorable. But, but yeah, um, you know, Drake Blackwood and um, and Gavin with three hits each for you. So, when you're hitting all up and down the lineup, it, it makes for a tough lineup, I would think. Right. Right, and Drake's batting about five fifty. He's hit five home runs, got a few RBIs, and then Grant um, is pretty much leading us in a lot of the categories. Grant's hit eight home runs already, um, got twenty six, twenty eight RBIs on the year, batting five hundred. Gavin's kind of right there behind him. Gavin's got twenty, I think twenty three RBIs. He's batting about four eighty. So those those three or four right there in the front, and Lane Burleson's usually right there at the top. So he struggled a little bit the last few games. But he's hit three home runs, batting about three fifty. Um, but he's got a lot of speed up in the top of the lineup. And when he gets going again, it, it makes those first four or five guys up there pretty tough. And, and Skyler's done a great job. Skyler, his average is not as high, but he knows how to get on base. He has a real high on-base percentage. Probably leads to some walks and hit, hit batsmen. So, um, you know, those first four or five have been really good for us all year long. So if we can just keep it going. Coach, uh, you know, Mo just kind of touched on it. We might as well just get get to it. It's chippy every time you guys get get a chance to play Loretto. These kids, they don't they don't get a chance to hang out necessarily. You know, with with the Loretto kids unless might they might be just as well. And but <laughs> I, to my point that you know sometimes when you are around 
your rivals, it can be a friendly rivalry. Last night, um, a hit-by-pitch on Skylar Trousdale uh, turned into a couple of ejections. And kind of walk us through what happened, uh, or at least what, what, what you guys' process was there. Well, I mean, every time we play Loretta, it's chippy. I mean, it's always, um, and it used to not be that way. I mean, we used to always kind of be on the top. Well, then Loretta's come through with Weathers and Tidwell and, and a lot of good players, and, and you have to give them props. Those guys, are really, they were really good for about four or five years. And so every time we play them, even when they had Weathers and Tidwell, a lot of those games were, you know, four to two, two to zero. We lost the game um, – 2018 or 17, I can't remember. We lost a nine-inning uh, game that went 0-0 zero, zero to the ninth, and we get called for a balk call in the bottom of the ninth, so they went 1-0. to zero. So um, there's a lot of a lot of history there, a lot of crazy history there. And, and you know, I love the competition. That You know, that's why I, I, I thank a lot of David and, and the coaching staff there for, for that reason is just because they want to compete just like we do. And um, – you know, but then last night it, it kind of turned ugly there. We hit a home run into the sixth. Um, you know, my guy steps on home plate and, and kind of uh, puts his foot down pretty hard, uh, kind of like an exclamation point. And then I think they started mouthing back to our guys. And then, you know, whether or not they threw at us or not, the next batter took two by his, his helmet there, the second one hitting uh, Skyler. So, you know. When they're going to say one way, we say the other. So it is what it is. And, the, and the, you know, the head coach got ejected and one of their players got ejected. And, and I hate to see that. I mean, it shouldn't – I don't think there's any place for high school baseball for kids to be thrown at. You know, it's not it's not something that needs to be done. So whether or not it was something that they were told to do or not to do, it, it shouldn't happen. So, um, but hopefully hopefully tonight it will be a cleaner game and, and we can move forward. You know, at the same time, Jason, as you said, you know, this is a highly competitive, highly contested rivalry. You've got a couple of programs that, you know, feel like they're second to none. And when that when that happens, you know, tensions run high and, and um and it kinda started early for you guys. I mean, they're in that top of the first. Loretta had second and third, no outs. Couldn't convert, yeah. um, wound up with bases loaded. You got a strikeout, and you had a play at the plate on it because a um, pitch got away. And, right. you know, initially the runner was called safe, and then I guess the umpire then realized that it was a force play and overturned right. and changed his call immediately and, and kind of got the yeah. Loretta coaching staff stirred up from that point and and – Everybody was right. kind of stirred up from that point on, I guess. Yeah, and it seems like every time we play, there's some kind of play like that that gets it going. And um, you know, it's it's I don't I don't know. It's it's just kind of crazy how it works out. But it's like that every time we play them. And, and I don't. I mean, I figure it'll be the same way tonight. <laughs> you know, something will happen. Some kind of play will happen, and and here we go again. And 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 uh, you know, you hope because baseball is a, a sport like that, and. and uh, the thing about it, the last four or five years with Loretta having such a good baseball program, you know, even when CA was back in our stuff, um, the last three or four years until the last couple of years here, you know, the 
state champion was coming, or, or one of our teams would be in the, the finals. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were in the finals in 15, was runner-up. I think Loretta uh, was in the finals in, in 17 and 18, maybe, winning in one year and, and being runner-up to CA another year. Um, you know, CA winning, I guess, in, in 19. So, um, or maybe 18. I can't remember the date. But, you know, the, the, the region, the, the people that come out of our region have a real good shot of, of being in the championship game. So even with CA, I, I have a lot of respect for for uh, Richie. I mean, when we play them, we always try to play Richie and him at least once a year now. Uh, we're going up there in a couple of weeks. But, you know, he's going to compete. And you know when you go play his teams, you're going to compete. And, and, and when it's over with, you know, each team has gotten something out of it. And that's the same way last night. Even though it got chippy last night, you know, we gained a lot from that. I think Loretta probably gained something from that. Um, and so it it becomes good baseball, and it's a good rivalry. You know, I just hate to see you know turn like it did last night, where we're throwing at each other and stuff, and, and that's got to stop. But other than that, I mean, I, I really enjoy the rivalries with. Uh, and I hate to see CCA leave because, like I said, I like playing Richie too. Um, but um, anyway, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can get it back tonight and, and get going and get back on top. Seven o'clock tonight, the series between Summertown and Loretto resumes in the southern end of Lawrence County at I just went blank. Gary La- at Gary Lamb Field. Yeah. yeah. Seven yeah. o'clock start on that one. Um Summertown baseball coach Jason Burleson with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Jason, thanks for taking some time with us. Good luck tonight. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. All right, <clears throat> plenty of excitement. And, in- and and as he said, tonight likely will be no different. So uh, yeah, I don't expect there will be much difference. Uh, it's going to be. So if you want to see some good baseball and and the and a little, the only difference is there will be a couple of folks uh, that, not that won't be on there. The Loretto dugout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. As as Jason said. Zach Curtis, the first-year coach for Loretto, and first baseman Josh Porter, both ejected in the sixth inning of that um, 9-2 Summertown win last night. So presumably they will both miss tonight's game and probably the next game for Loretto. I think that's the the rule for a ejection in baseball. So we'll see how that plays out. But, um, again, 7 o'clock tonight down in Loretto. Yes, we will. All right, when we come back, we'll tell you about the rest of – the area's games that we got a chance to put on the website, sm-tnsports.com, and some others. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on the Franklin County and Huntland uh, games as well. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We will be right back. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you.
high school sports. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Happy to be with you here on this Tuesday, and hope that you will stick around for the rest of the show because we got a great one. We got a great one. All right, Steve. Got another good one for you today. Speaking of Steve, let me tell you what I did last night while I was packing to uh, to go on vacation. Because you're gonna like this. This is funny. So Pluto TV, you know Pluto, right? I'm it's familiar it, it's with free, it. and you, you, on your Roku, you can just watch just mainly like they have a channel for just like one show. But they have a. I don't know if it's a, a, a BET channel or if it's – all I know is Showtime at the Apollo was on. <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely fixing to watch somebody rub the log. Um, so I turned it on because it was just going to play in the background anyway. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's Steve Harvey hosting. Well, Steve's suits have gotten a little – more fitted these days <laughs> but <laughs> this guy comes out in a rhinestone sequin sleeveless elvis type mm. and he does all shook up and i'm telling you it is the funniest thing i've ever seen dude was fantastic he sounded like elvis he he danced to his own thing he had his own like little dance he didn't try to do the elvis dances but it was phenomenal (laughs) and then (laughs) but wait there's more wait there's more and then this guy comes out and he's steve introduced him as cool waters all right so he comes out walking and i mean he's walking He's got that that stride, that mm-hmm. strut, mm-hmm. and Steve just looks at him like, "Oh, oh, it's like that, huh?" <laughs> He's like, "You cool, huh?" <laughs> anyway, so he gets to talking to him. He goes, um, "So you know what's up with Cool Waters or whatever?" And he said, "Well, I'm in a duo, but my partner broke his leg and he couldn't be here, so I'm here representing both of us." And when I tell you the Duke is sing, Duke is sing. It was fantastic. People were loving it. And at the end, Steve was like, you know his partner is throwing food at the TV right now. That ain't even the song we practiced. (laughs) Oh, dude, I was laughing so hard. Wow. So anyway, wow. anyway, if you got Pluto TV, go go watch the, the channel that's got Showtime at the Apollo because it's hilarious. It's so much fun. I want to check that out <laughs> when I'm close to my TV again and awake. Yeah. yeah. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Jones and Lang Sporting Goods since 1966. That's 55 years they've been in business. Bring you the best in Sporting goods, apparel, team apparel, individual apparel. You need a you need a ball, a glove, a bat, a helmet, a some pullover. socks, a pullover, a referee shirt, or a scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, they got those little flip scoreboards for soccer and whatnot. They got scoreboards. They got score, score books. books. Yeah. If you need a score book, not saying, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a call, 931-388-8060, or go visit them in the Neely's Mill Shopping Center. 
All right, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the games that did take place last night. Before we get into those games, what you got? Let's talk a minute about where you went last night, because you didn't necessarily go to one of the previously mentioned games. A game game. I went yeah. to a bunch of games. You went to a bunch of games at one time. I did. <laughs> um, shout out to Columbia American Little League who got their season started off last night. It's a great night. Uh, perfect weather. Got a chance to talk with uh, Jason Cox, who is president-elect. I guess uh, that is kind of he's he's in charge. He's, he's running ch- things. That's the uh, the guy in charge. There you that's, go. That's the easiest. We're, we're not we're not too we're not too worried about titles. Just yeah. who, who's who's, who's running things. Who's the guy? Yeah. Well, he's the guy, and there I talked go. to him. He was excited about it, and and uh, you know, obviously, he should be Sonny Quinn. I uh, got a chance to throw, throw out the first pitch last night. That was really cool. Uh, he um, He's the grandson of Freddie Bray, who is a longtime coach and supporter of Columbia American Little League. In fact, Mr. Bray literally, like, uh, he passed away earlier this year in February, and the the obituary asked that donations be made to Columbia American Little League. Like, that's how much he supported uh, little league so having sunny be able to throw out the first pitch last night that was pretty cool uh just in, in support of him so but yeah really good night and uh, there's a there's a, a small story and a photo gallery t- big photo gallery small, small story, story. <laughs> on the website sm-tnsports.com go check it out if your kid was there last night uh you might see some pictures of uh of them or if you know a kid that was there last yeah. night share it with their with their parents there you go um other uh, other games that took place. Uh, we should probably start off with um, the <laughs> the biggest, I, I guess, the, the most impressive performance of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashleya Coble, who continues to just be insane. She's a freshman. Yeah, uh, it's insane. <laughs> a, um, a fourth inning walk was all that stood between Ashley Coble and a perfect game. She threw a no-hitter, striking out 12 in five innings over Kalioka in a 12-0 win. Becca Hazard, four for four, home run, three doubles, and Coble. That's a nice slugging percentage right there. Right? <laughs> That's like. <laughs> What's that, four, six, eight, ten? Yeah. Divided by four? It's. Yeah, I, we said there would be no math. a lot. Sorry. Yeah, it is a lot. It's high. 2.5. And she's and she's been doing this all year. All year. So and and the battery of Ashley Cole and Rebecca Hazard has been a hazard for tons of teams uh, all season long. So and Ashley had three RBIs on a couple hits as well. So well done to her. Um, another great pitching performance as well from an un, an unusual suspect, Avery Slaughter. Who doesn't typically pitch for Columbia Academy? Eh, I don't know that it's necessarily unusual. I think they kind of they kind of flip flop her and Journey Mitchell in the circle. Yeah, Journey pitches more of most of the the district games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avery though was fantastic. Uh, she literally shut out, struck out eight, only gave up three hits. Big. She has been a. Certainly a welcome addition to that staff. Absolutely. You know, just, just makes them deeper. Between her and and Malia Hardy, um, 
those they have become two key cogs for Columbia Academy as they try to get back to the state tournament this time in district in division 2A um Hardy singles to score Carly Quillen with the only run in a one nothing win over Ardmore Alabama last night um you know like you said with Slaughter and and Mitchell in the circle they've got a nice one two punch there um They've got some flexibility at first base with Mitchell and Hardy. And um, Hardy's chasing the single season home run record at CA. There's a piece on her from over the weekend on the website at sm-tnsports.com, the junior transfer from Lawrence County. So um, some interesting stuff, some good stuff going on for the, um, the Lady Dogs of Columbia Academy. Staying in softball, summoned a 4-2 winner over Ravenwood. Morgan Woodside had a third-inning triple that scored a couple of runs. Uh, Claudette Runk later would single in the inning that Woodside would score on. Um, that was kind of the the big deal in that game because um, Ravenwood pitcher Avery Weismar struck out 14. She struck out all but one in the starting lineup and struck out six people twice. And lost. And lost. <laughs> That's a tough day. Wow. That's a tough day. Um, That's one of those where you're standing in the dugout after the game and, and going, y'all lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, she did give up a triple and a single in the fourth. She got thir- three runs in the fourth. That's all I'm saying. Score more. <laughs> I, did, I did just about everything I could do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, give me a little bit of help. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to baseball because this is kind of a big deal. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian 5, Columbia Academy 1. That's not something you expect to see when Kavaris Tears is on the bump for the Bulldogs uh, in district play. But he was not on the bump for very long. Right. Um, texting late last night. Late, pro- late. Late last night. And Richie, I apologize. But, you know, when we saw – this result, and we saw the stats from last night's game on Kavaris Tears, we were concerned, and with good reason. Bunt popped up between home and third. Third baseman catcher-pitcher collided trying to catch the ball, and he hurt his ankle and had to come out of the game in the first inning. He being Kavaris Tears. Tried to throw another pitch and stopped during his windup, and it was a balk that scored a run. So the ankle was – problematic and will be further evaluated today to see where he is on that but um that was a tough turn of events for the bulldogs on the road um they will host middle tennessee christian at home tonight at 6 30 as we mentioned in the rundown um i would assume brian baranek will get the start for ca in that one but um that will certainly be a situation that bears watching over the next bit with um, the University of uh, University of Tennessee signee. Uh, Spring Hill, a 5-2 winner over Dixon County. Dawson Hargrove with a – he tossed a Maddox. Um, he went the distance going – throwing just 86 pitches in 12 innings. He struck out 12, walked nobody. 
that's a pretty good day. Efficient. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Dawson was not far away from only needing to stick around two days rest. <laughs> Could have went two days for yeah, him now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, great job by Dawson. Jackson Marbot with a uh, a pair of RBIs in the fifth inning. It had bases loaded and a pass ball scores Brantley Whitwell to take a 3-2 lead. And then Marbot singles and scores two runs. So the bases cleared while he was – at bat, um, so there's he should, that. He should get credit for three. At three he really should. He really should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Summit was a seven-five winner over Centennial last night. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Huntland and Eagleville. Uh, Huntland with that they they, they lost um, one nothing to Eagleville in softball, uh, but a couple of hits from Bailey Morris, uh, Maddie Danley, and Ashlyn Danley. So, uh, that that was, the, I guess, the big highlight for Huntland because Eagleville looked really good, and Franklin County baseball fell to White County six four. We mentioned that earlier. That is true. They did. Um, let's see some highlights from that. It was Gaddis Henley went two for three, scored a couple of runs. Uh, Eric Jones one for three, but he had three of the uh, three RBIs. Uh, another RBI from Anthony Sino as well. On the bump, it was Gavin Sells who went seven innings, 91 pitches, struck out five, gave up just three earned runs, and walked two for Franklin County. So, all right. When we come back, Tennessee State athletics announcement is coming up on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. We will be right back. Stay tuned. 